you know, you know, and I know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. Good times on that opening credits, my guy. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You are now listening to the All Dressed Up Podcast Season Dose. It's your boy K Dizzle DC. And to my illustrious left, the man, the myth, and the legend have streams. What up, my guy? What up, K Dizzle? How you doing, bro? You know what? Long time no talk, man. Long time no talk. A month off of do you good and do you great. Peace and serenity and love to all who've missed us. We've missed you, too. Tell me what's good in your life, my guy. A lot of things, man. Um, You know, when you don't have your usual routine, right? Mm -hmm. We've been off for about, what, three weeks now? Three weeks now. Three, three, four weeks possible. Three, four weeks. It it forced me to have to get a day job, man. (laughs) I held out as long as I could. Um, you know, I was really counting on paying some bills and the all dressed up money just didn't come through. <laughs> <with our hiatus. laughs> so so I had to get a day job. But other than that, you know, the family's doing well. Um hopefully hopefully your family's doing well. And it's good to be back, people. We are back. We are live on Sunday nights at nine um on YouTube. So please like, share, and subscribe. To the like, all just a podcast, but y'all know like, what we do. It's still share, it's still Kate Dizzle. It still have streams, man. And we still we still talk about all the hot shit that's out there that everybody likes to give their opinions on and might be scared to talk, but you can come on here and get it off your chest. Hey look, hey look. So the month of July is always a hot month. First and foremost, happy anniversary to you and my yeah, boo. Happy thank and the third year anniversary is in the books, forever to go. Um, One, happy, two, three. Yeah, happy birthday to my 12-year-old Morgan. Happy birthday to my 21-year-old Michaela. Happy birthday to my beautiful wife, Regina. All in July and one in August. So July is a busy month for me, as it is every year. Now we do, now we're set up for the rest of the runs of the birthday. So I got two more to go, one September, one in December. And then around the sun, we go again for, for uh for 2023 but no um feels good to be back feels good to be good in the seats back in the seats and talking our talk uh and walking the walk man look not a whole lot has happened that's been crazy or out of the box but we haven't really missed too much huh no no we haven't missed too much doesn't feel like we miss we the type of we the guys at the party you know just starts when we show up and shit you know we ain't miss much Hey, hey, the red cups don't get flowing until we get it, we get it showing. That's, that's what the old head say. You start, you get to a certain age, you start rhyming everything. I, I think I'm, I think I'm getting there. What'd you say? Say it again. That's it. The, the red cups don't get to flow until we start to show it. <laughs> watch out there now. Oh, watch out there now. <laughs> Let me go put my church shoes on. <laughs> First church shoes and socks on. But look, man. Oh, where you want to start? So you know how we do it, man. We always just talk about everything that's current, things that are, you know, thought provoking, things that uh get you get you riled up, uh, 
on some occasions. But we are going to get in the Brittany Griner situation. I think that that whole situation is just um, it's it's unprecedented, man. You know, like like the title says, Russia is a sundown town. Okay. Hey, and oh. you fucked me up with that because <laughs> the the funny thing, uh, uh, people who are watching is that K Dizzle and I we talked about you know the Britney Griner situation, but he didn't tell me what he was going to name the title. And right as soon as we finished talking about it, I saw that pop up, and I thought that shit was hilarious. <laughs> it's <laughs> sad, but it's hilarious. <laughs> so. So you know, there's a lot of thoughts and feelings that are that are gonna gonna crop themselves up on that. So, um, shout out to that topic moving forward. But man, hey, look, let's 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 bang this out with the rants. Let's go. Look, we started we started today. We didn't even give you 30 seconds. We just jumped right the hell in because yeah. we know that you missed this conversation that we normally give. So. My rant, my soapbox, really yeah, put quick. put that number up too, okay? Do uh, my soapbox, people. really quick. Yeah. Don't forget that we are interactive. We are live. We are doing this from the basement. And we want you to join in. Bring your camera. Bring yourself in. We don't care if you. Bonnets are welcome. Okay? Do-rags are welcome. But bring it in. Uh, bring your comments. Bring your conversation. And bring your, uh, bring your insight. Because we can all use, uh, we can all learn from different insights and different perspectives. But look. The rant today, Adelson's rant is this. Remember that your walk is your walk. Your journey is your journey, and your steps are your steps. A lot of times, as we start moving in life, we look at things and say, hey, I'm not where I should be because this person's here and that person's there, or they've got this and we haven't got that yet, that they've got that and we haven't got this yet. For you to compare, what that does is it um, it depresses or it, it um, belittles the progress that you've made in your life. Nothing that they've done has anything to do with what you're going to do. Just remember, you, ne- you may not be where you think you should be, but you are always where you're supposed to be. And the only way that you move forward during that process is by keep looking in front of you. Can you repeat that? Can you repeat that? The only way you can move forward is by keep looking in front of you. You've always always heard in horse races, they put blinders on the horse for one reason and one reason only. They have a destination that has nothing to do with anybody else around them. It has everything to do with the finish line. And so no matter who's to your left or who's to your right or who's doing what or who's doing this, it's all about you and how you get to where you need to go. So stop comparing yourselves. Just keep racing your race. Stay in the race. Don't quit. Keep moving forward. Your walk is your walk. Your journey is your journey. That's what I got. That's what I'm going to sit on. It's, it's, a, it's a perfect rant for where I'm at in my life, man. It's funny that you say that, Kate Dizzle. Mm-hmm. Um, because I reached out to an old friend of mine, kind of like a mentor figure in my life. And he had always told me uh, years ago, back when we, we worked together, and he was older than me. I was a lot younger at the time. He was actually one of my supervisors. And he would always say, if I knew what I knew now, at your age, I'd be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. And he would always say that. And as you get older, as cliche as it sounds, you start thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, as you gain those life experiences, right? Mm-hmm. You, you wish you knew it at an earlier age, but you get it at the right time. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? And like you say, like everybody's path isn't the same. Mm-hmm. And and I got a little bit discouraged a few times because, you know, in our field, like you see other people advance in different progressions or in different paths. And, and you start to look around and say, like, what am I doing different? You know what I'm saying? Or what should yeah, yeah, I yeah. to probably take that path? And he said something to me that I thought was pretty um it's pretty deep in, in the space off what you were just saying. And it's like, you know, where you are is where God wants you to be. Yep. And um, you know, it's deep, but it makes sense because you'll be surprised where you think you're not supposed to be. God has a plan for you where you are. Mm-hmm. And it might not always be for you. Like it might be you being in that place to help somebody else. Right. Just for that time. So I think that's a that's a um an excellent rant it's thought provoking and um yeah, it definitely makes a lot of sense, man. Yes indeed. Yes indeed. You just gotta you just gotta calm yourself. Calm yourself, relax, uh, and just get back to work, put the work in. Plain yeah. simple. Shout out to shout out to um uh, shout out to everybody who tunes in and listens to us and who comes by, who stops in, who comments on all of our stuff. Uh, and who's who's been faithful to us since the beginning? Uh, so, just just know that we know that you um, you're there, and we thank you so much, so much. It means a lot. It means a lot to us, man. Yeah, it means a lot to me because um, you know, I enjoy the conversation, and and believe it or not, I talk to a lot of people throughout the week on social media mm-hmm. who've watched our show and who've chimed in, and some who've actually not even messaged the show. Mm-hmm. But have like you know, giving me some thoughts and opinions on some of the posts on our IG channel, and um, it's fun, man. I love to see you know new people, and I'm always about hearing different perspectives. So I know you can attest to that as well, man. For sure, for sure. Come on, give me your rant, Doc. You've been having so look. So my rant is 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 really gonna kind of piggyback on, you know, what we're talking about, and it's geared on self awareness and just. I would say, you know, it goes back to that old-fashioned saying, if you, if at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again, right? Mm-hmm. So I was falling asleep the other night. I think I was hanging with Nova Lee. That's my baby girl. She's seven months old now, right? So we're chilling. And I think I was listening to uh, Million Dollars Worth of Game podcast, and I fell asleep on one of their, like, advertisement clips, one of their little filler skits. Mm-hmm. And it had a guy who was talking about how he made $13 million on Instagram. And my subconscious was like, er, in my sleep, you know? <laughs> and he said he made 13 million, 99.9% of his income was off of Instagram. And he was humble by saying how he got started and how he basically didn't give up. And he accepted the fact that when he failed at things, he just wasn't good at it. Like he tried, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. he just went to something else. And I'm always that type of person that overthinks getting started as something because, hey, Shanae, how you doing, baby? Hey, hey. I'm always that type of person that overthinks something because I don't want to look stupid, right? Mm-hmm. I've always had that complex, like, man, I don't want to look stupid. I don't want to feel like I'm inept at something or I don't mm-hmm. know how to do something. And it's not a bad thing. And I got to learn from this because it's not a bad thing if you don't always succeed at something. Right. You know, it doesn't mean you fail. And it's and it's funny I say this now because we had an episode last season that talked about no moral victories, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if you think about it, it's not a bad thing if you fail because you can always take something from it. So, you know, long story short, this guy said he had tried to sell T-shirts. He realized he couldn't sell a T-shirt to save his life. Mm-hmm. 
he tried to sell um, uh, shower speakers, right? He said he was like, yeah, I was selling, selling shower speakers, marketing people with lathering up, putting a speaker in the shower. People thought I was a creep. Shit just never <laughs> took off, right? He said he ended up quitting his job as Skechers. We all can relate. We've all had like a retail job here and there. And uh, he took his last $300 check and invested it into his last business venture, which was skincare. Mm-hmm. So what he did was he went online and was looking for products that were private labeled mm-hmm. and actually, you know, that were successful in other, you know, demographics, other countries that you can actually brand yourself buy that product and sell over here. Mm-hmm. So he did that with skincare and he was talking about, it was like stretch mark cream. And he said he started like, what's you know, the name of the company? I don't remember the name of the company. Okay. I wish I did, but, um, the guy definitely inspired me because he talked about how, and it goes right along with what you're saying. Like he had failed a couple of times, you know, he was mm-hmm. pretty much on his last dime and it wasn't about, well, like I should have, I should have succeeded on my second business or the first one should have popped. It happened on that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, and he was like, he, he started to think about like, you know, selling to women is something that was a big key for him. Right. So the first thing he did was he went into his uh, his wife's bathroom and was looking at all her products that she had. And he would realize what she would buy frequently over other products. Mm-hmm. So basically, he said that she had like eight or nine different types of lotions. Mm-hmm. So she's always buying some type of lotion. So he said he asked her, why do you have so many different types of lotions? And, and he said she was like, well, you know, one smells like this and one feels like this. And he was like, you know, he put two and two together and now he have, you know, he has different types of stretch mark creams, different types of scents, different types of feels. The guy's making 13 million. Mm-hmm. So it just goes to show you that, like, you know, I definitely want to learn from these inspirational stories, man, because people are out here getting it and you can't be afraid to fail. And I've and I've been afraid to fail, man. So my rant is I got to personally turn that shit around because the time is now. Like, if you want to create, if you want to go out there and sell a product, all you got to do is get your product in front of the right people, and it's going to go. Time is now. Better than ever. Better than ever time to be, to create anything, whether it be content, whether it be, you know, products. Just do it. Just do it. This, there's never been a time in our history where where we've had the freedom and opportunity to to go out and, and just create and right. actually, you know, create a, a decent, make a good living off of it and have access to any, anyone, everyone. Those doors used to be closed for a very long time. Music. You can make music and then put it up on, you know, iTunes tomorrow or the same night. So, um, yeah, like I said, don't be afraid to fail. Um, keep keep walking your walk and just do it. That's all we got. I don't know why we started super, we started super motivational. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's the hiatus. That's the hiatus that do it. I hate that do it, man. All right. All right, so let's have some fun, man. So, again, man, like, share, subscribe. We're on YouTube. That's where we want to grow with you so we can do this each and every Sunday. Um, We're not at the point where we're putting a cup out. We don't have the cash app up on live. You know, we do love uh, each and every one of you for coming out each and every week. So let's talk about some some NFL, man. The Hall of Fame game was played. Uh, I caught it in, like, the second quarter. I had no idea that this shit was on. (laughs) <laughs> um, but it looked good, man. Seeing seeing the football players out there, seeing some the football ground, again, 
seeing the Jaguars losing as usual. You know. Oh man, don't do Raiders, that. To you. The Raiders were looking sharp. They're definitely out in Vegas now. They're no mm-hmm. longer in Oakland. They're um they're balling out in Vegas, man. I think I think the Raiders might be a sleeper pick this year. They're not a sleeper pick, man. They oh, a lot of games. So? They, a lot of games they played last year were close. So I don't think they're a sleeper pick. Uh, I don't think they're a sleeper pick. Okay. So, okay. Well, right. how do you feel about your your sleeping ass Eagles, man? <laughs> those those dirty those I, dirty you know birds, those scoundrels. I I appreciate the in you know the segue yeah. to my Eagles team because of the hate that these commies have for for their team. There, I mean the Washington commies. The the that's commie? their name. The commies. Yeah, you guys oh, are commies. That's it. That's your nickname now. Not commanders. Uh-oh. Your commies. So. Shout out to the Philadelphia Eagles, in which I don't have to say much because everybody in the NFL sports arena is giving them much due props for making all the right moves during free agency, during the draft, uh, <laughs> and every and Ooh. everything else. Who? Who? Every, if everybody. you look, at, if you look, if you go look, all right, because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a branch out. If you look, everybody who's talking right are saying the Eagles are are. Presumably, the best in the NFC East. Let me okay. look at the power rankings. Look at the look at the power rankings that came out. The Eagles are number seven in the power rankings that came let's, out. Let's check it out. Check it out. Yeah, do your typing, bro. Type, type, type. Let me do my power goal. rankings. They are the third team in the NFC East in the power rankings. They are number seven. What source is this, sir? So uh, what was it? USA Today. Okay, so I'm on. I'm on PFF. Let's go PFF. Do PFF. Um, I'm on PFF.com, and this is a reputable site. And I'll <laughs> say, and, I, and they don't pay me, by the way. They don't pay But um, they list the Eagles under the eyes on the playoffs slot of teams. And they under the in. eyes of the playoffs. I'm going to tell you the teams where they group you guys in. The Cowboys, the Cardinals, the Colts, the Raiders, the Titans, the Patriots. The Dolphins, the Saints. They got you wow. in the mix. They got you in the that's mix. A, that's you know what? I, I can't even how do you put all of those teams in one mix when but the good thing the is Cardinals. they got you they got you ranked at 13, so they got you ahead of all those teams. That's what I'm saying. So you had the Cardinals that were like eleven and seven, right? No, eleven and what? Eleven and five, eleven and six last year? Let's see. They were they were they were strong last year. They well, yeah, plus, you got, plus you got Kyler Murray coming back. Yeah. So, I mean, look, you know? what I do know is that I think we got a really good squad. I think we did really good in the draft. I think we really go, we're going to do really good this year because we don't have a, a super hard schedule. And um, nobody else in that division has done anything worthwhile or to make their team better, which we know that is true. Mm. The best thing that the, the commies have done is is they got um, Carson Wentz, which is which – is, um, at best, a lateral move. It all bro, you are a hater, bro. He comes in. I'm not a hater of Carson Wentz. You are I, a hater. I think I think Carson Wentz in the right system would be fantastic. Mm. Will he get back to his rookie season? He could, but in at Washington, no, because Washington, I think, is still tainted. Until until your boy Snyder is out, I think they're still tainted. They're kind of like the Wizards, where they're you know their locker room is weird. Their locker room is 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 really different. Um, Chase Young did not live up to his expectations last year. Really got injured. 
Yeah, he he did get injured, and even before that, he wasn't he he wasn't living to his expectations. I give the home team young man much due props. I think he's going to do great this year. But I got the Eagles Eagles coming out strong. I think the good thing about Chase Young is the fact that he's going to be playing around uh, some pretty good talent on that line. Like mm-hmm. he's not just the one odd superstar that they need to shine because they got Deron Payne. You know, they got Jonathan Allen and those big guys up front. Um, the commanders will be okay. Uh, Carson Wentz, he's definitely not going to be a superstar quarterback, but he's a guy that if he doesn't turn the ball over and, and make those those crazy bonehead decisions that he tends to do, he can win a football game. I think I think the commies, like you say, like you call them, I think their defense is pretty good. I don't know how their secondary is going to be. Um, that's going to be a division where, honestly, I'm not really afraid of the receivers in that division. You're um, not afraid. You're not afraid of uh, who? You're not, not afraid, afraid of AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. No, you guys got great receivers, but I'm not afraid of those guys. I think those guys can be effective. I don't think neither player is going to take over a game in the NFC East, but we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll leave it to we'll see. It, if Carson Wentz can trust his team and just be smart with the football, then then you guys will be fine. His biggest yeah. issue is trusting his trusting his players. They got some the good talent. They got some good good talent at receiver over there. They got Terry McLaurin. They got um, Johan Dotson that they drafted this year. So we'll see how the commanders do. We'll see how the commies do. What's going on, Doc? So uh, let's let's go ahead and switch gears. So I got all excited right when the NBA started talking on this crazy trade shit a couple <laughs> of weeks ago, and everybody went it out like all these all these rich uh, star-studded players was like, you know what, you know what, I gotta get up out of here. It's a phone number, bro. That's it's the easy way to get on the show. So I think it's hilarious that like none of those guys have packed up a move. Like Kyrie Irving still in Brooklyn. Kevin Durant still in Brooklyn. Uh, Russell Westbrook still in L.A. So a lot of talk. Nobody's moved. I think I'm, I'm shy. How do you feel about the trade market being softer than people expected for Kevin Durant? Um, I, think, I think Brooklyn wanted the entire starting five for whoever wanted KD. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted the starting five, the coach, and they wanted the um, the future like three first round draft picks for Kevin Durant. And I don't think, I think, I think, um, I think that, I think Brooklyn's salty. They don't want to, they don't want to let him go. I think they're salty, but it's Brooklyn's fault. I'm going to say that it's Brooklyn's fault. I think they, they held on to Kyrie, which, which, um, which kind of demolished I think the entire morality crew. You bring in, you bring in Harden who, who only plays offense, right? You bring a hard news who only plays offense. Don't 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 argue me with that. What's up, Roddy? So Hey, hey, before you keep going, right? What's up, Erica? What's up, Ronnie? The biggest Eagles fan that I know besides you is right. in the chat. And he just showed up. He just missed the Eagle banter, bro. You just hey, look, I didn't I didn't go down the names, right? I didn't go down the names. I could have went down the names, but we are we will be in the top of the NFC East. Let me say that. All right, so mm. let's 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 talk about let's talk about your boy, man, KD. Right? I think he. I think the cost is just way too high. The cost is way too high, and I think Brooklyn's salty, so Brooklyn wants the universe to let him go. Mm. So, 
Um, the only there's only a few teams that can give him the universe to let him go. This guy be I like mean, a four team trade. He's thirty three years old, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a game that doesn't require him to be as above the rim and physical like a LeBron James because he's a much more efficient scorer. You know, mm-hmm. we all know KD can shoot it from anywhere. Right. Um, that makes me think if he can stay healthy, he'll be able to play for another probably strong five or six seasons, in my opinion. And I think five like or strong, six? yeah, strong ones, like not just hanging on. I think he can make it to about thirty-eight with his I with get- his body type, with his player type. I think he could do it. I give him a strong three. I give him a strong three, and he done. Really, a strong three, and he done. What makes I you mean, think uh, that? Well, the, is, the other question is: Is he going to want to hang for that long? Because what does he have? What does he have at that point? Because you got to remember KD from here, so he he looking at his history too. You know what I'm saying? His legacy, look, right? his legacy too. So he, you know, where is he? That's, if that's he does up to that, him, man. You know, that's, that's up to him. Does is he is he trying to be like they said, like we talked about before, the bus driver of a championship team? I don't know. I don't know if he cares about that. Like. He don't. When you look back at these teams that we talk about, like the Boston Celtics back in the 80s, you know, that's 40 years ago, right? Those those teams that played together were stacked. They had like six or seven Hall of Famers within a five-year span, right, mm-hmm. on those same teams. And nobody goes back and says, oh, they were stacked. Larry Bird had a squad. You know what I'm saying? Nobody mm-hmm. talks about that. They just talk about how great Larry Bird was and how many rings he got, and how great mm-hmm. the Celtics were. And I think that's how Kevin Durant feels. Like, he wants to enjoy himself. I don't think he wants to play for teams where he's going to no. be miserable, yeah. where he's going to be fighting out of the basement. I think he just wants to be a part of some winning franchises where he can have fun, play for championships. And when it comes down to having a conversation, when you look back at his resume, you can't you can't say anything bad about it. And that's the thing. So, you know, I say he still got to prove he can do it on his own. His legacy at stake. Does he have to prove it? That's something in itself. That's, you know, does he have to prove it? That's, I mean, that's, that's on him, whether he wants to or not. I'm going to tell you, you know, Dame, Dame Lillard's going to go, is going to go out as one of the, one of the greats, but he's, does he have to prove it in Portland that he's going, he can do it himself? But does he even want to? Does he? I've heard, I've heard some sports guys have takes on Dame Lillard and, and say like, they feel like he doesn't, and I, and I think you can't really say this, but they feel like he doesn't really care as much about chasing the championship. championship. Yeah. You know, when you've got a brand and you've got that big fish in a small pond type setup, yep. like Dame, Dame runs the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like everything out there in that, in that Portland, even Seattle area, because, you know, Seattle doesn't have an NBA team. Mm-hmm. You know, they're all rocking with Rip City and Dame Lillard, but, is he gonna win a championship? Who knows? Like in the last ten to twelve seasons, if your name's not LeBron, if it's not KD, and if it's not Steph Curry, nine times out of ten, you ain't winning a championship. You ain't winning a championship. So. so that's the NBA, man. No movement, a lot of pump faking, no pun intended. And uh Ronnie said if he wanna go down as one of the greats he do, that's if he wants to be in the combo. He ain't with in the combo LeBron and Kobe, he do. He, I agree he ain't with in the you. combo. I agree with you, Rod, and I don't think he, I don't think he really wants to go down. No, as one of those greats, man. I don't think he will. No, he won't go. He he'll be he'll be uh, he'll be considered as 
as one of the, one of the great one of the great players in the game, the same way that um, Clyde Drexler was. Well, like D-Wade. <laughs> like, like a D Wade. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, like a D Wade. Like a D Wade. You know, or you know, yeah. Oh, what's my boy? Dave, like David Robinson. You know, he's gonna go down as one of one of the greats to play the game, yeah. but he's not gonna be like you know goat. He ain't got goat status. There's only there's only a few that can talk that goat status talk, and that's Mike, who's the goat. I would say Mike, who's the goat. Now you know Kobe and Bron. Now, now Katie could always take the path that LeBron did. Funny that we were just talking about people taking different paths, right? Mm-hmm. But Katie could take that path and come back home and bring uh, two stars with him. And see if he can, you know, bring bring his hometown a championship. But I don't know if he cares about that. See, I don't know what his goals are, but that could be um, a story that he could be willing to go with. Because look at what LeBron did. LeBron, in my opinion, just his career eclipsed when he went back to Cleveland. Now, granted, mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love were a huge a huge help, mm-hmm. but for him to go back to Cleveland and, and get them a championship, that definitely puts him in that category. But but. He'd he'd have to take he'd have to take less money, and hang of out. And, you know, he'd have to take less money and hang out. And I don't know if he wants to do that. He's probably won't just want to max out what he can do while he's there, while he's still hot. Uh, that would be the smart thing to do. You know, to set up future wise. I mean, he got plenty of money, but yeah. That so would look, be so great. Look. That would sound great, but uh, nah, he ain't, he ain't, I don't see that happening. It's got to be something. It got to be something super special. So, so we'll yeah. see. We'll see what happens with KD. Um, we're gonna we're gonna switch gears before we get out of sports. Stick with us, Erica and Ronnie, because what y'all think about Deshaun Watson? Uh, the NFL's appealing a six game suspension. We made a lot of jokes about it. Uh, I call him the massage boy. Um, you know, he, he had all those charges that were Mr. were happy ended were handled uh, out of court. So the NFL has to maintain their image. So I'm going to throw it at you. I know you said some interesting things off air about what you thought about the NFL and where you stood about that whole six-game suspension for my man allegedly having sexual misconduct. I still don't know what they said he did, technically. So the big thing was, um, you know, Deshaun Watson, right? That man should be suspended the whole season or indefinitely. Mm. Why do you think so, Roddy? Follow up, man. Text in if you got time or follow up. Why do you think he should be suspended? But go ahead, Kay. No, so I wanted to put this. I wanted to let me say this and put this on put this on the ticket, bro. So um all right, so my biggest issue with this whole Deshaun Watson thing, right, is don't set up a system. You have a history of not penalize or penalizing too harshly players in the NFL for certain situations and circumstances. You know you do, so you set up a system where you bring in a third party to look at all the all the suspensions and things before and to be the judge in this case and then say, okay, this is where we want it to be within, and then we take all this time, they do all this investigation, they bring an actual federal judge in, and they come to a conclusion of saying we're going to do six games. And now you want to go back on what you set up to do the punishment. You say, okay, we're going to do it this way. We're going to let them do it. We're going to take us out of the middle of it. And then they say, okay, this is what we're going to do. 
And then you say, no, I don't like that. Now I want to do it my way. No, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. Just because you don't like the outcome doesn't mean you have the right to go back and challenge it again when you've already agreed to doing it. Thank you. Calvin Ridley got suspended for longer for betting on himself. Right. Okay, so let me ask you a question real quick. Yeah. It's in the chat as well. Is that going to affect, is the NFL's level of punishment on Deshaun Watson going to affect Rodney Cooper's amount of NFL viewer, viewer time this season? You know, like he's just, <laughs> just in chat, yeah. chat and he's saying how, oh, well, you know, he settled in court for a reason. That's enough to me. I respect that opinion. Like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not knocking anybody's opinion on Deshaun Watson. Um, but does the suspension of Deshaun Watson or does his punishment constitute how you're going to watch football or how you're going to feel about the NFL? Ronnie Cooper already responded, hell no. You know what I'm saying? Because you're still going to tune in. You're still going to see how the Cleveland Browns are going to perform during those six weeks without him. And then, of course, there's going to be the suspense of when he comes back, when he comes how's back. he going to play? Is he going to be able to get the team in playoff position and all that? And he might potentially be a bigger hero if he does do that. So it's a very interesting situation. Obviously, there was some type of activity because of the amount of charges that were out there. Um, The NFL is definitely going to appeal it because they want to save face to the best of their ability. Um, I don't I don't I don't really rock with the parallel, you know, the parallel comparisons of these types of cases. Um, I was on I was on Twitter and Instagram and I heard people talking about might have been Facebook. I hate Facebook. Dumbest opinions on Facebook, bro. And I just stay, <laughs> I stay out of it, okay? But um they 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 made a parallel com- um comparison between Deshaun Watson and Ray Rice. And and they were like, oh, well, you know, you got you got six games and then you got Ray Rice. And I'm like, look, man, you can't possibly sit here and talk about a man on camera putting his on hands camera. feet. On camera. On the guy camera. Was on camera. Putting his hands. hands feet on his wife, let alone what he would do to me. I'm, I'm afraid of a man if he would put his hands and feet on his wife like that. He'd, he'd do wonders to me in the streets. You know what I'm saying? And he was on camera. So so we can't compare. Hold on a second. Hold on a second, everybody. I'm on I'm on air right now doing the podcast. I know we've been <laughs> on for a few weeks. I know we've been on for a few weeks, but I love you. I'll call you right back, Auntie. So you know, that's one of our loyal listeners right there. She was probably shocked that we was live, but we're back on YouTube. Please like, share, and subscribe. Yeah, man. So but you so know what, yeah. you, what you think, man. So, do you think is this going to be a situation that we're not going to talk about next year? Yes. And is that a, and is that say something big about the crime itself? Well, like I said, Deshaun's situation was full of allegations, right? And um, you know, I, the 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 problem with it is, um, it's a lot. You know, twenty twenty plus is saying or trying to say the same thing, and you know that that begins to put some question marks in your head. Okay, is this a pattern of it? Um, you you got to look at all, at all sides of this angle of these angles because um, it's tough. 
like some, like you said, they settled in court or settled out of court, and um, some just got in just to get in, or some were being truthful about it. I don't know. I don't know the man like that. All I know is if you set up a system to convict this man of whatever the case is, uh, and you convict him and give him a sentence, you can't be upset with the sentence that you give him because we chose the system <laughs> to give him the conviction. But check this out. You was talking about some good shit before we got live about the punishment towards the team itself. Yeah. And why is it why is it like the player is now not associated to a whole franchise? Because the Cleveland Browns at a certain point have to be accountable. You know, the Cleveland Browns, to my knowledge, were scheduling a lot of these uh, sessions. You know, they were scheduling a lot of his hotel stays and things mm-hmm. of that nature. So, you know, was there negligence by, Cle- by, the, Cleveland, by, by the Cleveland Brown organization? And I'm going to just say negligence because they didn't commit the crime, allegedly, but were they kind of like holding his hand throughout the process? The Cleveland Browns don't care. Because the, Cle- because the Cleveland Browns, <laughs> Browns, Browns have invested the money into a quarterback who can be uh, a future Hall of Famer, and they want to win championships. Now, keep in mind, Deshaun Watson, before he set out for that entire year, set the NFL on fire. That is Absolutely. without question. He was the best quarterback in the league when he was playing. The next best was Tom Brady, <laughs> and, and it's funny. Nice. And it's funny you say that because you're in a position where there's going to be a passing of the torch very soon, very very soon. And the know. NFL keeps it moving, man. That's one thing we haven't seen in our lifetimes. The NFL kind of falter with a lack of talent or a lack of a superstar that they can promote and market. The only thing they haven't done, the NFL hasn't done right, is giving Colin Kaepernick an opportunity again. And it's and it's, it's a little bit you know it's 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 on them a lot, but more so than anything because and what's not going to help them next year is we got a we got a draft full of QBs is because a lot of they uh, a lot of good quarterbacks are still in the league. Not to say Colin Kaepernick is above them, but Deshaun Watson was never better than Pat Mahomes. Mmm, mmm, drunk. You might be drunk on that one. During that that one season, he was leading the NFL. He was leaning in NFL. Deshaun Watson was was killing it. He put he put Houston on his back that entire year, and he had more yards. I think he had you more yards. So keep rocking. Look, I'm looking up because I like how, I like up. how drunk came in here. Yeah, about whoa whoa and shit. So so one thing that we know for sure is Deshaun Watson is a winner, and he's got talent around that team. And so the Browns don't care. They knew that when they were signing him, the possibility of him being out almost a year. Um, the fact that they got him back in six months was great for them. Um, so, so, so check this out real quick. His best season was in 2020 before he took the year off. He had a 70% completion percentage. 70% completion percentage. 4,823 4, yards, 33 touchdowns, seven interceptions, 112, 112 QBR. So let's talk about let's talk about Pat Mahomes' uh, stats. Same year, we'll same year, and then we'll get into who we think is better. Thirty-three touchdowns, seven interceptions. I'm talking about in the one year. I'm not talking about overall, drunk. I'm talking about the Deshaun. So you're Watson just talking about playing. 2020. 2020, his last year playing. All right. So look, so in 2020, Deshaun Watson had more yards than Pat Mahomes. 
Uh, Pat Mahomes had 47-40. Deshaun Watson had 48-23. Pat Mahomes had 38 touchdowns. Deshaun Watson had 33. Pat Mahomes Mahomes had six interceptions. Six interceptions. So he definitely had more touchdowns, and he had just a lower lower rating because he was at 66%. Is that including postseason? That's that's just looking at regular season. So overall. I was getting ready to jump in K Dizzle and say that it's worth the conversation. What's you know, that? that that season yeah. at that point before it went down, he was on that level. He was on that level. Hella on that level. And just imagine, like, just imagine if none of that stuff happened and he came into the twenty twenty one season and let's say you know, the Texans tried to make some moves and got him some help there because in 2020, Deshaun, he had what? Um, name his receivers because uh, my man, my man Will was was hurt half the year um, well, during that season. So, look, Deshaun Watson is a generational. He can be a generational talent like Pat Mahomes. So he's just he's just going to be on the right team in, in uh, Cleveland whenever he gets on the field. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said the Browns don't care. He had Brandon Cooks at um, 81 catches for 1,100 yards, six touchdowns. He had Will Fuller at 879 <laughs> yards and eight touchdowns. Um, so, yeah, he definitely did it with less. He did it with a hell, with a hell of a lot less. Hell of a lot. And he didn't have a line. He had no line whatsoever. So, so yeah, look, shout the out to The boy show. was running for his life. <laughs> he was running for his life. He was running for his life that entire season. So, um, like I said, the Browns know what they got. They know what they're getting into, whether it's six games or 12 games. They know they got a certified guy that can come out there and light the field up. All right, so I want you to stamp it. So you're saying if he comes back after six games or whatever the suspension is, and if he has a good season, it's under the rug, all forgotten. It's it's under the rug, all forgotten. Okay. For, for, for the NFL, so yeah, it's under the rug, okay. all forgotten. For what y'all think in the chat, man? Do y'all, think, do y'all think if – Deshaun Watson has a a, a great comeback. Will, will this whole situation just be something we'll never talk about? Um, definitely, you know. No, they'll, they'll, somebody will bring it up. Well, you Fox know, bring it up. Is it going to be an issue at this point? I doubt it very seriously. No, it ain't going to be no issue. It's it's an issue now because they're making it. It's an issue now because they're making it. Beat Chief, thank you. They was up like to, they was up thirty to seven till the Chiefs came back. So you are val- you are validating the truth on the on the guy Deshaun Watson. Being an absolute elite tier quarterback, absolutely elite to it. And if he comes to play this year, if he comes back in those six games. You know he's going to come with a chip on his shoulder, and he's going to rally. He's going to rally those Browns, and they could be they could put a hurt on it. Now keep in mind the Browns were were decent were decent last year, even with Baker Mayfield. Um, yeah, they still talk about Big Ben. Yeah, they do still talk about Big Ben. Yeah, um, but but. You know, Brown's got a shot if he comes back in the, after after game six. If Jacoby Brissett or whoever they whoever else comes in there and get them at least three wins, Browns might be scary. Because well, Browns is Browns is Browns is stacked. I'm gonna tell you what, K does you've been on fire, man. I appreciate your take on, on uh Deshaun Watson. I'm gonna see where it comes in a few weeks. But speaking of Big Ben, speaking of Big Ben Roethlisberger, one of the notoriously known hide your wife, hide your girl from. Um, <laughs> yo, yo. Is, is there, is there, I just, I just kind of, 
is there like a statute of limitations or is there like a certain amount of times that you get caught for something that you should just get put away? Just be here because mystical is the latest. Mystical is the latest, man. So going into entertainment news, he allegedly allegedly gets caught or gets um, accused of rape again. You're talking about your shake, it, shake your ass rapper, your danger rapper, your, your fastest rapper in No Limit. Just apparently too fast with the women. He hit the girl with some rubbing alcohol. I'm not trying to be funny because it's not. But he hit the girl allegedly with some rubbing alcohol, said she needed to clean, cleanse herself. <laughs> and then at that point, after he hit her with the rubbing alcohol, he allegedly raped a poor girl, and he's in jail without bond, man. Yo, so, so the rubbing alcohol part, okay, for you to be partying and have rubbing alcohol on hand, I don't know what kind of parties y'all into. Let me slow down and back it up. So <laughs> Are you sure it's rubbing alcohol? Before he, oh, it was. It was. Okay, it was rubbing I, alcohol. I read rubbing alcohol, okay. but here's that's like that's like a hundred proof. But let's talk about. Where the dip, 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 mystical started this whole situation. Apparently, she stole a hundred dollars from him, and when she stole the hundred dollars and put him in a rage, it was okay. just a bad situation. You know, all of a sudden, here I come, here I go, turned on, <laughs> and she heard that doom, 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 and here I come. Here I go. Where it go? And he was like, $100. And all of a sudden she heard it. And she was like, well, shit, I, I, I'm going to look for it too. God damn it. I need to help him find this $100. So she started helping him find the $100. And then allegedly when she started, because it was a good plan, it calmed him down. It, it got him back in the right sorts because he felt like they were looking for the $100 together. But then he found a white substance. <laughs> Silk there, fiend there, mama there, pee there. <laughs> and the white substance had him turn out, and that's when the rubbing alcohol came into play. The rubbing alcohol came out. The isopropyl alcohol came out. I could see him dabbing a hole in the top <laughs> and spraying it like that. I could see him doing it. But yo, come on, man. Come on. It's sad, man. I'm joking about it, but you know, it's sad, man. The man was out there, one of the best, fastest rappers of all time in the game. Can't control herself, man. Now it's gonna the, be He's still living off the royalty checks. When's the last song he put out? Help me. I, don't, I ain't even looking it up, bro. I can't. I, I'm not a, looking that up. He either. probably did a gospel album. It is. It is normal crackhead activities. <laughs> yeah. We about to trade him. We about to trade him. In he the, probably did uh, black delegation. Album. Black delegations about to trade him for somebody. You see Kirk Franklin almost bust his ass. Huh? No. I forgot to ask you about that. No, I didn't see hey, that. Erica, did you see Erica probably saw? That's my girl. Did you see Kirk Franklin almost bust his ass? That man has some incredible makeup balance. Because when he did the little like skim like. He turned it into like four steps, man. I forgot where he was performing. Where was this? It was like four, was four days ago, man. Huh? It was like four days ago. Four days ago? Yeah. If somebody has it, it's Kirk Franklin performing somewhere. 
and he almost falls. And the boy had the best makeup agility that I've seen a man of his senior. I'm looking for this. Makeup. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she Yeah, it's in Vegas, man. Let me see if I can find this and put this up. Hold on a second. I got Is it in critical condition? Let me see something. So. Ain't tripping. Let me see if I can if I can show you this video Look, real quick. He saved himself. Did you see that? Fighting the bear. What? Who was fighting the bear? Who fought the bear? Nah. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you go make we should have had you should have told me earlier so I could have found this. You sure this was earlier? Man, I got I got the video. I'm trying to show it on my side, but let me send it to to you. Oh, <laughs> mystical about fighting a bear. That's oh funny. yeah, you stupid. Mystical had that song. Yeah, look. But yeah, if you got some time, man, look it up. Kirk Franklin well, was ahead, performing. He was in Vegas. And your boy does some type of spin move and definitely clean the rap up. Man. He's, <laughs> He's freestyling about fighting music, man. Y'all hilarious, bro. I remember that now. Hold on. Okay. okay. I think about I you got to check on the bear. If I'm fighting okay, the grizzly, you better help the bear. <laughs> yeah. See, I know I'm hip too, Eric and Ronnie said, help the bear. <laughs> <laughs> He probably did. He probably hit the bed with some rubbing alcohol. I don't know how strong he that did, shit is. Yeah, rubbing alcohol. That's his thing. Rubbing alcohol. There you go. Got on the winter boots. You got in winter boots as a man. I had trouble. There you go. Slide. He ain't pretty. There it is. Oh, there it is. Say. That's what. That's what, uh, that's what my baby does. Only man. Everybody else. Get off the stage. That's what Nova does in her swing. That's what he does. Like that's what she's doing. The baby swing where she can hang her feet. The little fast little foot thing you did. That's what, that's the Nova shuffle right there. <sighs> Shout so, out to Miss School being in court for something he ain't supposed to be doing. Danger. Danger. It's going to be a while, but you Watch know. yourself. I know. Save, save those fans. <laughs> save those fans and those $100. Hold on, we, well, hold on man. We got we to gotta talk about. We got to talk about what we can talk about. Okay? Yes, we do. Unfortunately. Okay. If you didn't see, if you didn't see the topic of discussion tonight, if you don't know black people, listen up. Russia is a sundown town. Okay. We are not allowed to go to Russia in certain hours. I don't even recommend going there, period. You can go go around uh, Russia, but don't go in Russia because, one, they don't like black people. It's known throughout the throughout the eastern atmosphere. Okay, We just don't know it. So I'm, I'm giving you the PSA right now. Okay, It's a sad situation about Brittany Griner and what's going on with the nine years, right? Half explain it in layman's terms what's going down. All right, so if you're under a rock, you if you're know. under a rock, Brittany Griner, um, about seven, eight months ago, was arrested 
in Russia where she's playing overseas. And we talked about that, K. Joseph, about the uh, fight for these WNBA players contractually, right? I, 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 why and, you do that, man? I shouldn't yeah, see Ronnie already throwing jokes out see? there. So, so the girl is getting um, stopped by their TSA, whatever their version of it is, and they find three cartridges of, uh, she's saying, medically prescribed, you know, cannabis or hashish oils, like for vape cartridges. Mm-hmm. Um, she's been sitting for several months, waiting to go to trial. Um, obviously, with <clears> her being a public figure, it's made national news, it's made world news, because now everybody's waiting to see what the next move's going to be. Um, but Russia, in my opinion, is what they're trying to pull off here with this nine-year conviction is they're, they're working a deal. So the United States has a guy who they call the master of arms who was arrested years ago for trafficking all types of, uh, you know, serious artillery and guns into the country. Um, Again, that's a total different crime, total different punishment. Wait, he was, he was an arms dealer supplying weapons to terrorists. Absolutely. Okay. So let's get that straight. He's an arms dealer supplying weapons to terrorists. uh, And they gave him what? 25 years. This 25 guy was on most wanted list. So continue, continue. So, so what they're doing is Russia. They're gonna they're gonna put together some type of deal to get this guy back from the United States, and in doing so, they're gonna juice up this sentence and make it seem like it's some type of valid trade. Now let's let's get this straight. So she's walking in the airport with with three cartridges, which might be three grams three to four grams of most. And she gets a nine year sentence. And the first thing that everybody says is you got to know your rules of what the country has in effect, where you go, where you travel. And at the end of the day, that's very true. I can't sit here and disagree, but are we going to sit here as a, as a world and, and watch a, a person who's beyond contributed to her community and to, you know, probably people all around the world to give her nine years and take away her freedom for a crime that wasn't violent, that um, doesn't really affect anybody and and compare that in in a proposed trade for an arms dealer who's selling weapons illegally to terrorists against the United States to find us in that position to have to make this trade is, is absurd. You know what I'm saying? It's easy for me to sit here and say this because I can't go to war for Brittany Griner. You know, that was the first thing that I said when I saw all the players speaking out on social media saying free BG. It's like, what the what the fuck are you going to do? You know, like, what can we really sit here and do to help this girl but sit here and pray and just know that, hey, I'm never going to fuck with Russia. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it's it's a wild trade because it's, it, in my opinion, it's an act of war because you're really trying to test America's ethics in this position because, for one, you're allowing them to, to potentially take, like I said, a, a global a global star uh, and take her away for nine years and get back somebody who can pretty much cause chaos in the world. So it's a lot bigger. It's a lot bigger than um, getting arrested and getting a nine-year sentence. So wrong place, wrong time. Wrong place, wrong time, wrong place. Wrong time. Times a hundred, right? Times times a thousand, bro. Times a thousand. Um, I have an issue with with um, 
people using this situation um, for their own personal for their own personal political political conversation. And the first thing that came out of this situation was, well, she shouldn't she she wouldn't have to been over there if she was making enough money in the WNBA and blah blah blah. Look, um, the, look, there you go. Christy, she's a famous person, not stupid. If it was normal American citizen, uh, we wouldn't we wouldn't hear about it. But um, exactly. Well, this well the 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 war popped off while she was over there, and you know she was trying to get back. So it's just bad on all fronts, especially for her. Uh, but, but what I'm saying is when they when we use her situation to, to try to put light on other things that have no no bearing on why she's over there, um, like her income, for example. They try to use it saying that this is the reason why the WNBA and the NBA shouldn't be disproportionately paid. Okay. Bill Burr said it Bill Burr said it best. There ain't the same market for the WNBA as the NBA. But, you know, I, I I'm thinking about I was just telling half I was thinking about I like e cart racing, which is, you know, like Autobahn in that area. I like e cart racing. I'm thinking about getting involved with it. But if I get involved with e-cart racing, does that mean I should get paid the same as Formula One racers? Hell to the no. I'm just your average Joe going to Autobahn racing over the weekend in some electric carts that they, they charge up for me to come. I pay my race fee and keep it moving. And, I, and I'm just saying that to say, look, she got, she got caught in a situation where Russia saw an opportunity to hold somebody hostage and create a situation. They didn't ask for that guy to get back. The U.S. is saying this is what we'll give you for her to try to get her out of that situation. So Russia, even even to this day, they're like they haven't said anything as far as what they're willing to do in order to give her back to the states. So she's just going to be used, unfortunately, as a pawn until this conflict really clears itself up. And it doesn't clear itself up, I don't think, until we get we really get involved. So. Um, Everybody, people saying, oh, it's her fault. It's this, that, and the other. She at first said it, it wasn't on her. It wasn't hers. She tried to plead guilty to try to lessen her um, uh, lessen her punishment. But you got to remember, Russia don't care. They're not a fair con- country. They're not, a, they're not a place where you're going to get justice for what you did or didn't do. And, and, and everybody, and everybody got to shut the fuck up when it comes down to you know, saying, oh, what she didn't do or what she did or what she should do. Like, you're in Russia. Like Drunk said in the chat, America and Russia is basically at war in Ukraine. You just said the word pawn. It's chess. It ain't checkers. Mm -hmm. They got her in the palm of their hand, and they're waiting to see what America's going to do about it. And it's all eyes on Joe Biden and this administration, and there's so many things behind it. Her, her, her political status, her race, her gender, her sexual preference. A lot of parties are involved here. Yeah, you know I'd be, yeah, I'd be surprised if she did the whole nine drunk. I think, you know, the only way we'll get her back early outside of giving a bunch of stuff up um, is is we if we do some still team six shit. But I don't, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. So I but just like, think. But we've ahead. never seen but we've never seen this before. No, we haven't. No, we haven't. But I don't think we'll. We won't go that far. Um, for for one reason, for one major reason, because she's African American. For two, um, I don't think they want the political blowback for doing something like that. 
unless you know Russia starts to crumble and that you know and things go things go really left. But um, I don't think she'll do the whole nine. I think we'll give up a lot. I think um, uh, we'll be negotiating on a different level just to get her back. Uh, and and um, we'll see we'll see what holds. I know she she's gonna be down there for a while. She's gonna do at least two years, and which is which is a super sad situation. But she's gonna do she's gonna do a little bit. Uh, she's just in the wrong place in the wrong time. Really wrong place in the wrong time. Yeah, it's not on my 2022 bingo card either, bro. That's what I said. You know, still Team 6 is out of the question unless, like I said, unless the country starts to crumble uh, and, you know, the regime gets toppled over. That's the, you know, that's the only time we'll do some, some wild stuff like that. But other than that, no. She's going to be there for a minute until we give up some really stuff, some really crazy stuff. Prayers, prayers up for Brittany Griner. Prayers she up known, for Brittany be known as the basketball star who got locked up in Russia for the beat. Um, unfortunately, that's that's gonna probably be in her her Wikipedia. Um, the NBA, the goat of the WNBA. So, so you know, hopefully, if you guys got any thoughts and ideas, you can email us, um, the All Dressed Up Podcast at gmail dot com. We always like to you know talk it out with you guys, see what your thoughts are, see what direction you want us to go with the show. Um, next week, it felt good to get to be back, Kate Dizzle. I, I was a little rusty, but it we felt- had. Look, next time we're gonna have to go deep on deep on my angle since and we'll talk about your commies uh a little oh, bit more. Man, the, your, the communist regime out here in Washington. Somebody asked me, did I hear the did I hear the hell to the commander song? I'm not interested. <laughs> I'm not interested. Hey Rod, I'm not interested in no goddamn hell to the commander song, bro. Now if they win, if they win 14 games, you know, we'll see. Follow follow me everywhere and have streams, man. I love you guys. Thanks for sticking with us. Kate does what you got for the road. Um, yeah. I mean, Brittany, come home. We watching first game back. I mean, that'll be the most watched WNBA game in in the league history. Absolutely, league history. And then the second one will fall off like like pop rocks. <laughs> fall off. That but shit. Just, gonna, that shit gonna be like the latest crypto uh, NFT. But yeah, it, look, man, it's just a tough situation. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I hope that she gets home sooner than later. But it, it just is what it is, man. Look, safe to say we're not going to Russia. We're not going to Russia. Russia's sundown town. If you black, stay out of Russia. Um, if you anything, stay out of Russia right now at all costs. Just don't go do it. I'm gonna put if our links up. Get, here. If you gotta get money in Russia, while K Diz will put the links up. Again, we want to grow our YouTube channel, please. So stick with us, like share. <laughs> if you want to get money in Russia, if do you a gotta get, if you gotta get money in Russia, don't take the ganja. Don't, don't no, take just the don't tree. Go. I, I, I ain't going either, kid. <laughs> just don't go. That's it. Just don't go there. Here, black folk don't belong in Russia. Ain't that the the ruble? Come on, bro. Rubles, rubles, really. Nah. Nah. I don't got no quarrel. I don't got no quarrels in Russia, man. <laughs> Stay on it, yeah, 100%. Look. I'm glad they don't have any food that I really like either. What's that? Is that uh, baklava in Russia? Is that ba- No. I don't know. I'm talking on my ass. Look, we need to wind, <laughs> we need to wind it up. Man. We appreciate y'all coming, man. We'll be here at 9 o'clock p.m. We're going to rag on the commies. We're going to love on the eagles. We're going to do our thing, man. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all coming in. See y'all next week. Be back. And you know, you know, and I know, and I know.
They know, they know, they know. And we know, we go all night, you know. And I know, they know, they know. And we know, we go all night.